Okay, so we're, we're on the daf on daf um, I think actually, like literally, the very beginning of daf yutayim aleph, right? Yeah. Uh, where we're talking about the issue of um, batla megillat tanit. Is it really true that batla megillat tanit or not? And we explained that one of the different distinctions would be uh, that so then all the days of Miguel Atanit uh, do apply but it was Batel later so Gemara says so if it's a time that the Beit Hamidosh was around so we're talking about the special kind of about the third day of Tishrei when they said no more shtaros with the name of Hashem, right, to prevent uh, the desecration of the name of Hashem, and they threw the shtaros in the garbage, you could have just said, well, that's the day of uh, the day that G'day Ben was killed. Now, that seems a little bit of a bizarre question, because the day G'day Ben was killed is a sad day. That's a fast day for us. And they're saying, well, if you want to have like, this happy day where you're not allowed to fast, just say it's G'day Ben day, you don't have to make a special day. So Rashi explains this because, well, remember we said before, that all the Pasuk said that all these fast days, when there's a Beit when there's Geula, these days are Sasonim Simcha. They're like uh, celebration days, right? So whatever was sad before and now is happy. So that should be the same thing true. If, there's a be- if the Beit Hamidash was around, in the second Beit Hamidash, so then that's sort of like the, this event that happened at the time of the first Beit Hamidash, the killing, the, the, the murder of Gedalia, would have reverted to be a, a happy day. And then you don't have to make your own special day. So Amarav, Lo Nitracha Ela Asur so Rav said, no, it's necessary to prohibit the day before. Meaning that not only would the days themselves that are written in Megillah Ta'anit be prohibited in terms of uh, Hesped and Ta'anit, but also the day before, as a sort of like Chizuk, we'll see a little more, but it's like sort of like strengthens the day. It's not only the day, it's like a spillover effect to the day before as well. Just think about the, the, the calendar he's saying, that the day, the day before the third of uh, the third of uh, what's it called of uh, Tishrei would be the second day of Tishrei, and that also would be prohibited in Hespain Tanit. Why? Because it's the day after Rosh Chodesh. Now, the truth is, it's a little bit of a funny thing because you could also say, well, it's actually Rosh Hashanah, right? It's also true. Rosh Hashanah is two days long. But okay, for now we'll ignore that question. Okay. The idea is that not only the days before these special days, the days after these special days also. The spillover effect works in both directions. So you have the day itself, the day before, and the day after are going to be special. So, again, we don't need a special day but the third, the third day of Tishrei because of this uh, Shtaro thing. We have it as being the day before. And we have it because of Galib and Echikam. And say, no, maybe we need it because of the day before. But the day before is also the day after Rosh Chodesh, in which case it also should, uh, again, and otherwise be uh, prohibited in Hashbin and Tanit. So the says, no. Shalafadav Nami tape play. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so the Gemara says Rosh Chodesh de Oraita. Says no, that's a difference. Rosh Chodesh is a din de Oraita. We, we know the halacha of Rosh Chodesh from the Torah. De Oraita lo chizuk. And de Oraita is no de chizuk. Meaning the whole idea of having the day before and the day after be prohibited in Hasbin and Tanit is just to give strength to the the uh, institution of the Chachamim that this day actually matters. So you get it on both sides. For Rosh Chodesh, which is a din de Oraita, people respect that already. They don't need to add on and uh, have a carryover effect. Titania, so we only the bright Okay, so these days of Miguel Tanit, they're Asur and Hasbin Tanit both before and after. So it's almost like, you know, uh, you know, a counterintuitive that the days that are Shabbat and Yom Tov 
are not prohibited before and after. And the Brighter says, What's the difference between the two? So these ones are and they don't need strengthening. Okay, so different, they do require chizuk. Okay, so it seems to explain so far, it's going to be in good shape. We understand why we have this special day. So you can still say that it's the day before the day that Agadaya ben Achikam was killed. Meaning, the same, it's, the same, it's basically the same question we had before. It's just saying, you said, oh, the reason we, we, again, let's just go back for a second. The reason we said, you need a special. We say, why do you need a special day? Uh, because the starot, you could just call it because of the day of We say no, because the day before when, uh, is, is needs to be uh, usher as well, and that only would be true for the thing itself. Is there a habit Rosh Chodesh? No, Rosh Chodesh doesn't count. But they say no, but the day of also that day also should have the day before should also be prohibited in the statement Tanid. So he said, Amar Rabashi, the day of Nachikam, Divrei Kavalahu. No, but Rabashi says the day of Nachikam that day is Divrei Kavalah. I mean, it's in Nevi'im that that's actually prohibited. That's the fast day. But Divrei Kavalah, Divrei Torah. Okay, and the Divrei Kabbalah, the words of the Nevi'im, is like, uh, like the Oraitis. That's actually an important principle, right, that we generally assume that Divrei Kabbalah generally has the similar status to the Oraitis as opposed to, let's say, the Rabbah. Okay, now, maybe... So div- therefore, he, they don't need a chizuk. Exactly, exactly. Okay, and that's why we have to have our own special uh, institution of having this special day, because not for the day of the third day of Tishrei itself, that would be for the pad anyways, but for the day, the day before and day after, we, that's, what we, that's what's added by having this special day in the Gilatani. Okay. So made the Rav Tuvi Bar Matna. Uh, the Rav Tuvi Bar Matna asked the following question: Akasha be'esrim utmanya be'atat besorta tavata lehudai. And the twenty-eighth, there is a good news came to the Jews. Okay. Um, Rashi says it's the twenty-eighth of Adar. Okay. It's also this is also in the Gilatamid. What's the good news? They don't have to sort of uh, stray from the Torah. Because there was a special decree from this terrible uh, uh, kingdom not to be involved in Torah study, and not to give bring me to the children, and that they should uh, violate Shabbat. They should desecrate the Shabbat. And this is like one of the famous decrees. Where you said the thing like what are the famous decrees? The famous decrees were no Mila, no Shabbat, no Torah study. Right? So that was the thing. Um, what did you mention more than his friends do? They went uh, uh, They went to uh, get, get advice from a certain matron. All the great people of Rome, I guess the officers, whatever, used to be found by her. So she had a lot of political influence. Um, and, and so they asked her what we're supposed to do. Amr Laham, she said to them, Come and protest at night. Right? It's like Hafkana, right? The Bible word Hafkana. Have a protest. Hachubi of Ginu Malayla. They went in and, and protested, and here's what they said. Amru, they said, Ish Eishamayim. Eishamayim is like, by heavens. Lo achirem anachnu. Aren't we your brethren? They're saying this to the, to the, um, the Romans, I guess, right? Uh, so we're not your brothers. Aren't we the sons of the same father? Don't we have the same mother? I mean, I guess we're all human beings here. Right, what are we, how are we different from any other, name, any other nation that you're making these terrible uh, decrees upon us? So that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good argument, right? It's like the double standard argument. The answer, and what happened? Ubi tulum. So they nullified the, they nullified the decree. And they made that day a yom tov. Okay. So that's a very, that's a very interesting story that we have in the 28th of Adar, this special day where they nullified the decree against Torah study and, and Shmir Shabbat and Brit Milah. The Gemara says, But if you would say, if you really think it's true, that the Megillah Tanit was nullified, 
Kamaita Batul Achvanaita Mosivin. But to the original the original uh, days of Megillat Tanit were nullified, and then later on they add on to the days of Megillat Tanit. Like it doesn't make sense. Like the whole story doesn't seem to work out. If you're saying Megillat Tanit uh, exists, so fine, I understand. So Megillat Tanit exists, and you can sort of like add on to those days. Like the Chachamim can add on and sort of you know like okay, there are other good things that happen, and we should have other days where we're not going to have Hespedim Tanit. But if you're telling us that the whole thing was nullified, so that means the whole concept is gone. So but now we're going to after we nullified all the early ones, we're going to like start a new book and like make a whole new thing of, of, of special days. Doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. And if you want to say that here too, you'll say no. This whole story happened when the Beit Hamikdash, the second Beit Hamikdash, was still in existence, and therefore that's what those days really did exist. But it doesn't work historically because Yudah ben Shamua was a student of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir, but but Hachiyava, and Rabbi Meir was after it. He was after the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash. How do we know that? Okay, so we'll get to this. Then we'll stop a little bit in the middle here. But it says the Tan is we learned in the Mishnah. Okay, it's a special din. We know the halacha is that when it comes to tuma and tara of kelim, so complete kelim can be uh, can be susceptible to tuma, but once they're broken, they're no longer tame. That's the way you, uh, an easy way to break a kli. But let's say you have a glass kli that was broken. Okay, so it's no longer tame, but they filled in the hole with like lead. They like melted lead, and they and it filled in the little hole, and then the lead dries, and now it's like now the kli is whole. It's like a glass kli, so it's all glass with a little lead in it. Sounds like very, I don't know, uh, modern art a little bit, okay? Um, so the question is, what's the din with regards to this uh, this uh, this uh, So Amar Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says, Yehuda ben Shamua mitamei mishum Rabbi Meir, that Yehuda ben Shamua declared it to be tamei, meaning that that is considered to be a restoration of the kli, and that's in the name of Rabbi Meir. Let's just go a little bit farther here. The Chachamim mitaharin, and the Chachamim say it's tahor. Okay? So, so you see here that, uh, one second, um, okay, so you see here, what do we see? That, ultimately, Rabbi Yudah ben Shamua is a student of Rabbi Meir. And if he's a student of Rabbi Meir, that means he is after the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash. If we know that Rabbi Meir is after the, after the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash, if that's the case, then you can't explain uh, that this case of the 28th of Adar is going to be during the time of the Beit HaMikdash. So it doesn't make sense. Like, according to the opinion, it says, what are you going to say about that? So to answer the question, we'll just go to the two dots here, okay? So it's a little bit farther, but it's worth it. So the Gemara answers, Tanahi. So actually, this issue is really a machlok Tanahi. Titania, it's only the Brayta. Hayamim ha'elu ha'kdevim b'migilat Tanit, b'im b'zman she'bet ha'migilash kayam, b'im b'zman she'en bet ha'migilash kayam, asurim, div Rebbe Meir. So Rebbe Meir says, that these days in Migilat Tanit, they apply whether the Beit HaMigilash is around, whether the Beit HaMigilash is not around. Okay? So that works very nicely. Because Rebbe Yubin Shamua, student of Rebbe Meir, Feels that you can still be instituting these types of days. Rabbi Yosi Omer, no. If this Beit is around, then these days are Asr, meaning Asr in Hesped and Tanit, the sad things, because it's a Simcha for you. But is not around, so it's permissible, meaning permissible in. The bad things, the husband and the sad things, husband and Tommy, because it's a day of it's morning. The Hilchadah and the Halacha is Batalu, they were nullified. The Hilchadah, Lo Batalu. And the Halacha is also, they were nullified. Of course, that seems ridiculous. Kashi Hilchadah, Hilchadah. That seems to contradict. One Halacha says they are Batal, one says it's not Batal. Which one is it? The Mark says, Lo Kasha, Kan Bechanako Purim, Kan Bishar Yomi. This one's talking about Chanako Purim. Chanako Purim are not Batal, the other days are Batal. This is the conclusion that we say Batal, Megillah Tani, generally speaking, Halachically speaking, if you look at Megillah Tani, all those days, you're probably totally unfamiliar with all those days, and for good reason. We haven't observed those days for, you know, well over a thousand years. But, 
Chamekaforim, which is in Megillah Tanid, those days, as we know, are uh, fully applicable nowadays as well.